Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. The most intriguing talk in talk radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Ransom Notes. Frank McKay here. And we welcome you uh, on behalf of Kathy Ransom, the author of, of two wonderful books, Ransom Notes and More Ransom Notes. And our, our show uh, is, uh, is called Ransom Notes. Uh, we urge you to uh, binge listen, uh, but more importantly, thank you very much for tuning in. Kathy Ransom, how are you? Well, I am just great. And I'm also thinking, you know, there's a very special holiday coming up here in a couple of days from our recording. Do you know what that day is, Frank? That is Valentine's Day, St. Valentine's Day. But it's also another special day that particularly religious people might think about. Do you know what Wednesday is also? Uh, Ash Wednesday. Yeah. So, you, well, wow, you get... Two correct answers right here off the <laughs> bat. You may you may get A plus today. You never know yeah. about about that at all. Uh, Valentine's Day. What what kind of thoughts? What big words came come to your mind when you think of, of the real meaning of Valentine's Day? Uh, you know, well, love is the, is the first one. A little word, um, uh, Lent. You know, uh, people look at it as the the start of Lent. And, um, you know, some people will look at it as the start of, of the Mardi Gras season uh, when you when you think of that. And I think sometimes we 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 forget uh, the religious connotations that uh, are connected to um, to Valentine's Day and uh, and, and, you know, the, the the Mardi Gras in general. In fact, some people go the other way and and uh, and they drink too much and they do too many uh, crazy things, but uh, I think you know the first thing that we think of is love, romance, um, but uh, but affection. Um, you know, not only do I get my wife uh, presents and candy and jewelry, uh, I I keep my mother-in-law in mind, and I uh, I keep my daughter in mind, and they enjoy uh, little little gifts and uh, little trinkets and candy from me uh, as a as an affection of my love. What's what's interesting is normally I don't believe that <clears throat> Valentine's <coughs> Valentine's Day and Ash Wednesday happen to follow on fall on the same day, but they really do sort of overlap in the reason they do, and then certainly love is the key word in a, a Valentine's Day. It's sometimes love of uh, of your spouse, which is a very sincere and serious kind of love. But it's also uh, lots of people like us who send valentines and share our love and friendship with other people, not necessarily uh, a spouse. But love is also part of Ash Wednesday. And it's, in a sense, each of them is a time of of Thanksgiving. Uh, Ash Wednesday, for many people, as we know, it's a time for some to fast. Um, to show reverence, to uh, take a little more time to remember, which is what we do in Valentine's Day. You're remembering the love of somebody during Ash during the whole Lent season, as we leave up lead up to the resurrection. We're certainly talking about and remembering the love of Christ and His death and that sacrifice and 
that he did for us. But we're also, it's a day of celebration. In Valentine's Day, we, it's sort of a happy time. When you look at Valentine cards, they most of the time have a pretty happy, sometimes they're silly ones because our country loves silly comments. But Ash Wednesday is not a time of silliness. Ash Wednesday is a very, very serious time. And we're really remembering the resurrection of our Savior. We're giving thanks for that. And a couple of weeks ago in church, our pastor was sharing with us, uh, his sermon was based on First Thessalonians, which is a, a letter that Paul wrote to the church at Thessalonica. And it's a one, I, 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 he looked at it in a different way for me, reminded me of something. And I'm going to just read a couple of verses. I'm going to read 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 2 and 3. And you just sort of think, Frank, listen for the key word in there. Now, Paul is talking to church members. He's a, one of the great leaders of the church. We, all, we being Paul and his, his team, we always thank God for all of you. He's writing to the church. Right now, he's not thanking God, is he? He's thanking the people, you, me. Only we weren't there then. I don't think you're that old that you were back there then. We all <laughs> we, we always thank God for all of you and continually do what? Mention you in our what? Prayers. We remember before our God and our Father your work. Oh, oh Frank, you got to do something. Yeah. Your work produced by because you had faith in God. Your labor prompted by love. There's the Valentine piece. Yeah. It was you do it. You you serve the Lord. You don't just go and worship. We serve. We work. Why? Because we love Him. Why did your kids work and help paint the house or go get the groceries or why do you help your mother or your grandmother or your uncle? You do it because you love them. Your labor prompted by love. And then there's another interesting word. Valentine's Day, we get send that one card out. Is that the only time you say love to your wife? No, of course not. No, we show no. it every day. Absolutely. When's the last time? How often do we remember to say, we love you, Lord? Paul here says, I'm remembering your love, you the people in the church at Thessalonica. Your labor prompted by love and your endurance, endurance, inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. Paul liked the fact not only that they worked, but they kept doing it. And things weren't always good in there, in that area, in those days. Of course, things aren't exactly perfect in our world right now either. We sort of stop about it. But you brothers and sisters loved by God that he has chosen you because of our gospel, came to you not simply with words, but with power. As we demonstrate our love, he comes and helps us. And as a result, and this is where I want to take us today in our thinking, as a result of that, we're going to be joyful. It's going, Paul was joyful. He was thankful 
for these people who did it. He wants to help them feel joyful and thankful. And we need to share that. So I decided that we need to challenge our group. And I did it first. While I, I, I'm going to make a confession. While I was listening to the sermon that day that my pastor was preaching about this idea of gift of gratitude and being thankful and things that would make you joyful. I started on the back of my program at church, the bulletin, jotting down a few things that had made me thankful this past week. What brought me joy? And it was sort of interesting. And it's crazy. The first thing I thought of is each week, I have two different groups that I go out to breakfast with. Why does that make me joyful? You know, those mornings I pop out a bit and think, wow, I'm going to go and be with friends. We're going to chat. We'll eat a few scrambled eggs. My tummy will feel better. Uh, but I get a chance to just sort of stop, and I don't have to prepare breakfast those mornings because I am having joyful time with friends. Now, I think all of us as Christians need to find friends with whom we can have time. And then we need to stop and maybe we have a joyful conversation with the Lord. Now, I'll have to eat one kind of bread because I'm here on earth and he'll just have to listen, but we still could have a joyful time. I also have to say that as an 88-year-old, I am joyful that I could still go out and play golf. I can hit that little white missile, well, not as far as I used to be. And believe me, Frank, I don't get holes in one. I don't even play par golf. Yeah. But do you know why I like it? Two things. Yeah. One, it, it's good exercise. And we need to stay nimble and we need to have exercise. That's just sort of my health byline. But I also am with friends. It's a community of people who like to play golf. When we're in God's family, Paul really was saying to the Christians there in Thessalonica, you're part of my family. I'm being thankful and joyful that we're in the same family. We are friends. Golf helps me do that. And then there was a silly thing that we did at our church. I, I teach a class on Sunday of adults. We had about 40 in the class, so it's not huge, but it's not small. And the pastor of the kids' department came to us a couple weeks ago and said, we want to bring a challenge to your class. Now you're going you're gonna to chuckle when you hear the challenge that we have, but it made me joyful. Our church camp needs, I have promised them, that we will bring a 1,000 packages hold your breath, of Kool-Aid, <laughs> non-sweetened Kool-Aid, like the old-fashioned Kool-Aid that we mixed up when I was a kid. Yeah. The kids are going to get a 500, and we want to challenge you to get a 500 packets and see who comes in first. The joy our class had, sort of talking about where can we go, where can we get the best bargain, where can we find them for 30 cents, does this store have them? No, but we could go online and get them here. And we 
And then we thought, well, we don't want to really beat the kids because we don't want them to get discouraged. But we want to, we don't want this to drag on. We want to get this job over with. So we even came up with a plan that we would get ours as fast as we could, but we'd only turn in some, a few at a time. So the kids, well, bless me, the kids had gotten busy. So we ended up each getting our 500 packages the same Sunday. But we had fun. It was joy. But we were serving the Lord because we are furnishing some of the food that our church camp here in Sangamon County needs for their summer program. If we buy the Kool-Aid, the camp doesn't have to buy the beverage. So it was a way for us to support, and we got a great joy out of sharing. Thanks and sharing require faith and love and hope. We need to give thanks. We need to be joyful. We need to be joyful that others around us are serving the Lord. And we need to be especially thankful and joyful that he's caring for us. Have a happy Valentine's Day. You too. Uh, lots of love, and to everyone who joined you in that in that project. I mean, I <laughs> I get it. I think it's you said silly, but I think it's it's fun. You know, it's fun, and it's uh, just great. Kathy Ransom, thank you very much, and to everyone out there, thank you very much for tuning in each and every week. Uh, happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Lots of love from Ransom Notes. Uh, Frank McKay signing off. For Kathy Ransom, the author of the two great books, uh, Ransom Notes and more Ransom Notes, uh, Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on Ransom Notes. You've been listening to Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. The most intriguing talk in talk radio. Talk radio.